Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome. Welcome to the Box Set Pod. My name is Howell. This is Jamie. Howell. This is Matthew Wandless. Well, hello there. And we're about to discuss Altered Carbon. No. Not the uh, scientific uh, process, which I'm sure exists. Um, you can probably create it yourself, just throw a pencil at a wall. But the new Netflix show, now on Netflix, which is science fiction. And uh, you may be able to read between the lines my enthusiasm for this series already. Um can I just uh, ask about the title, Altered Carbon? Is mm. it related to the fact that we are made of carbon? That's right. Probably. Well, we are made of carbon, and roughly the idea here is that in the future you can give people body transplants. Uh, yeah. They reference the title directly in, at some point in the series. Oh, did they? And it is a book, um, yeah. isn't it, Matt? It was originally a book. Have you read that book? Are you aware of this book? I didn't know the book existed. I, I thought this was entirely original. Believe it was yeah. a book, which it was indeed, which pra- which excuses some of my problems with it. But we'll come on to that, and let's just say um, that it's uh, that we're not going to do any spoilers beyond episode one because I've only watched episode one. Jamie, how much have you watched? All of it. All of Ooh. it. Oh wow. my lordy! Mm. Wow. Okay. Wow. So where where but, are uh, I? By the way, sorry. Before we just yeah, can, can, I, yeah. can I just interject very quickly? Yeah. If I start saying wow mm. about things in a kind of weird way wow. it's because i saw this video this week um on youtube and i urge you to go and watch a little bit of it yeah. which is 10 hours of owen wilson saying wow <laughs> i've seen a few of them before actually yeah <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> honestly is is the gift that keeps on giving he's made a career out of saying wow it's pretty impressive wow. the, the great thing is i had no idea that this was a thing until someone showed me this video and when you start watching it you realize how yeah. often he says it <laughs> yeah. and the, 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 the way they've edited the video is great because sometimes it's like five or six seconds before he says it <laughs> it's just great it's, really <laughs> it's very difficult not to say wow in response to things once you do once that's in your head as well isn't it mm. wow wow mm. um so um, so, you've, so you've watched all of it jamie interesting Absolutely. Well, well, just give me a, a rough gauge. Uh, IMDb gives us eight out, eight point five out of ten. It's a big mark. Rotten Tomatoes yeah. um, sixty-three. I know, but I, I, I like to get a you know litmus test first of where you where you are on this, Jamie. Considering you've watched the whole thing, would you yeah, agree well, with eight point five? Um, no, I think that's high. I think that's on the high side. Do you agree with the Rotten Tomatoes uh, take on it that it's sixty-three percent good? I'd say it's somewhere between the two, uh, if anything. I mean, I'll tell you the truth. I've watched it all. I'm still not sure how I feel about it. Okay. Um, Essentially, yeah, I'm I'm seven episodes in, and I don't 
have a complete verdict on it yet. <laughs> yeah. um, it's weirdly uh, let's 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 explain the plot then yeah Okay, let's do it. So Matt, uh, Matt's a bit behind Jamie. I'm at episode one. Uh, as far as I understand it, and boy, oh boy, there's a lot of explanation in the pilot. As far as I understand it, we're in the future where it is possible to brain transplant or at least yeah. swap people's yeah. bodies. And You can um, transfer your consciousness between bodies. Bodies are called sleeves in this world, and mm-hmm. your consciousness is referred to as a stack. There you go. Yes, which is a little, which is a little. It looks like a um, like an espresso coffee pod with lights on it. <laughs> yeah, that, re- <laughs> it does, that, it? yeah. that resides at the uh, at the at the base of your uh, your spinal column. And am I right in thinking that you, they explain very early on, um, you you're actually dead if you manage to get you know stabbed in that well, pod. Uh, yeah, if they destroy the stack or they shoot yes. you in the head with an energy weapon. Yeah. Yes. Oh, however, there is this richer people who are known as um, what meths. meths can actually upload their consciousness to a cloud that then allows them, if yeah. the stack's blown out, to re re-upload the stack with their consciousness. And then enter a new body. Spin themselves up. Yeah. Yeah, spin that's that's the term. And that's where the actual plot for this comes from is that one of these meths, a very rich individual, his stack was blown and he's lost forty eight hours between him being uploading his cloud, his consciousness, to being killed. There's forty eight hours he doesn't remember, so he doesn't know what happened to, to himself in those forty eight hours and he wants to find out who murdered him. Okay. Does that make sense? Well, no, <laughs> so he well, sort of does. That's not the, our main character is Takeshi Kovacs, who's the only yes. surviving soldier of a group of elite interstellar warriors who were defeated in an uprising <laughs> against the New World Order. Oh, it's, it looks like you're reading that from IMDb or something. It like it, page, doesn't it? Yeah. Now, his mind <laughs> was imprisoned for centuries until this wealthy businessman, Lawrence Bancroft, offers him the yeah. chance to live again. He says, you can live, I'll give you everything you want, I'll give you as much money as you want, all the women in the world will be yours with no strings attached, provided you, sir, figure out who killed me. Yeah. And let's talk a bit about Takeshi Kovacs, because this, this group of um, people are called envoys or envoys as i think we yeah. pronounce it in english um and they i I, re- I really like the kind of uh law surrounding them because it's very it, it's almost vague uh you, you know it's kind of nebulous to the point of being vague where they're kind of really good at integrating themselves socially like they they pick up on um social cues extremely quickly and they yeah. have really strong instincts like gut instincts and they can spot things about people they pick up on languages very fast and they're good at um recruiting people to their cause they that they kind of they they they're, they're designed they're trained to kind of go into an environment they needle cast into a new skin which is basically like teleporting your consciousness into someone and then they can just find their path in in whatever society they're thrown into it's a it's a cool idea i like it the problem that I've got fundamentally is that I drift so quickly. Even in your explanation just then, I, I did. I, I drifted within about ten words. Let me try and remember what you said. Well, I don't think we should use my explanation as the golden standard of no, explanation. No, but it's the same thing that happened. So essentially, for me, the one moment in this um, pilot that I thought was great was the moment when he points at the wall and goes, "I want you to tell me who murdered me." And for me, that's mm. like mm. great. 
Okay, yeah. what a great concept. Get somebody yeah. who's good to come and you know, save your life by saving someone else, all of that. The rest of it, it just felt to me like every science fiction uh, film or cliche that I've ever seen, oh, endless well, yeah. explanation. And the, let's talk about women and uh, people... Well, yeah, color. that's not strong on that. Uh, yeah. it, it was like oh, no, it's, watching... good on, it's good on those things. Well, let's look at the setup. Takeshi, the character, is a man of Asian um, uh, origin. He is taken and put into a buff Western Hollywood white man's body. Thank goodness for yeah. that. Thank goodness. <laughs> and then well, well, I mean, most of the women in it are either kind of um, futuristic. Women is terrible, yeah. Yeah, they're futuristic techno bots or they're sirens. I mean, one of the actresses is 90% nipple, yeah. from what I can tell. <laughs> and then you have the standard scene there where it's like, and now he's going to go to the underworld where some someone in a, in a Parisian-like boudoir will go, I can get you any woman you want. And these tits start floating up in the air of all these different kinds of women. And it just felt like I felt when yeah. I watched Arnold Schwarzenegger in... Uh, total Recall. You know what? It's a me- I'm so glad you referenced that. I was about to say, it's a real, it, it's like it walks a line between a Paul Verhoeven Total Recall film and Blade Runner in its style. It tries exactly. to have a bit of a, a detective noir kind of sci-fi And my problem is I could never enjoy either of those. I, I, never, <laughs> I never enjoyed either of them. I always found them to be like, um, I, maybe it was just that I was scared by hang all on, the hang weirdness. Hang on a second. Yeah. Hang on a second. Yeah. You yeah. don't like Blade Runner. I can't even tell you what happens in Blade Runner. I can't even tell you I've ever watched oh, the whole thing. I mean, that's how. What, what, okay, how so I know you have. I've been in a room. Here we go. You've been, I've in, been a in a room with, with you when it's been on t- on the TV. Exactly. We had it on a big screen. How I remember you watching it. Really? Yeah. What happened? You've watched it. Harrison Ford. <laughs> uh, what yeah, does he do? He's chasing no, down these. Let's, let's not do. Let's not let, do. Let's not spend the podcast. Let's do Blade Runner. <laughs> but it, these things always but, leave me. You're absolutely right. Look, look, it, it, it does draw intensely. Like I, the, the first time I saw the adverts for it on on like Facebook or whatever, I was like, oh right, someone's made a series of Blade Runner. Because oh, yeah. look, but so remember that like this it. comes from from, a book. from the kind so of um, bustling street scenes where it's like there's loads and loads of food street vendors and that kind of thing. That is right out of Blade Runner. Right. And then, yeah, I mean, it, it is a shame that they've laced it so heavily with uh kind of prostitution and strip clubs like they they are all over this thing and, the, and, but, and the women but, in it are not, not very well represented apart from the uh yeah the very sort of spunky cop um but you've got to remember as well last it's name meant now. to be it's meant Ortega. to be this yeah yeah you've got to remember as well this is meant to be a dystopian future this is meant to be a bad version of the future is it dystopian yeah, I'd say it's pretty far. I mean, it's not a good life the, the those people are living other than the meths, and even they're a bit mental. So it's not I a good know, future. I wouldn't want that It's not future, dystopian man. in the sense of... Yeah, but it's not dystopian in the sense of the Matrix. It's not like everyone's fucked and there's been a nuclear war. It's just that no. it, it's kind of a more stark um, vision of what we currently see in society now with the, you know... The ultra rich and the and the uber poor. It's like, but the divide has grown so great that the rich are living in the sky, live in the, yeah. in the clouds, yeah. and the rest of us are down on the ground. But it's it, it, it's not dystopian where it's like you can't walk out of your 
jungle without being killed by gangs and stuff like that. It doesn't seem that way. Do you know what I mean? There's still some yeah. family life. It doesn't seem it, on. but it does. Again, it just seems part of that sort of. Because the, the basic idea I like, and I'm not against science fiction at all. I, I, I like science fiction i like concepts and philosophical concepts the the idea in the future that we can that travel will be between bodies is great and quite and i can conceive that that may be possible someday in some form uh, it's all fairly accurate it was written in 2002 by the way um by richard k Moore. it makes a lot of sense yeah, that it comes from a uh, from a book now that I know that like there is an awful lot of information to be got across. But you know, like um, with the advent of we we've, we're now since two thousand two, we've had what's it called, Mocking Jay, all them, yeah, uh, Ring of Fire, <laughs> yeah, Hunger Games. Games, Hunger Games, Hunger Games, and um, and then that was a great example of where we are set in a different world. Or it's a science fiction world, but it's all about the people. You don't have to whack us with all the flipping explanation and the exposition. Down to the sort of r- rule one of screenwriting class is that you don't say, as you all know, um, we've been in the future now for 300 years. And it felt like that. Every device, as soon as he's sort of woken up, that everything is a device to explain to the audience all this backstory i'm like why can't we just learn that as we go along can't we just wake up in that world yeah it almost feels like netflix on the success of um stranger things it almost feels like they've gone why don't we we want purposely to have a science fiction thing that really does look like blade runner and running man and (laughs) all of those 80s 90s stuff you know I don't um, think that they did that bad a job with the exposition, actually, considering how much there is. Because this is a very, very rich world with a lot of detail involved in it. Hold on a second. I just let you waffle on for five minutes. Yeah, so all give right. me a couple of seconds. Um, and I, I, I think that there is a lot of context that has to be put into place. Otherwise, it would just be baffling. Mm. Because, and I think they do let certain things dangle. Like there, there, there are lots of things which are just taken for granted. But I think people do ask for this kind of stuff in the first episode. You need to know roughly where we are. We need to know roughly what the game plan is and we need to have an idea of where we're heading. And I, I, and I think they'd set that up quite nicely in the first episode. And then, um, it, but it is all kind of thrown at you in a very confusing way because that's the world that the character's entering as well. Well, and that's I think the excuse that they, used for it. That's, that's the classic, like, oh, he's, he's, in a, he's befuddled, so's the audience kind of thing. But I just well, yeah, don't it, think... But we... you do, I think it drags you along at such a pace, and you don't need to take it all in in the first episode, because it will all become clear in, in, in subsequent ones. Well, that's exactly my point. I don't need it in the first episode. Like, there's no information there other than... I don't think they ran it down your throat. The only bit that I can uh, agree with you on with that is the uh like when he in, when he's in the hospital and he's kind of being let out like they they're, they're trying to show you what can go on and you know that little scene where the um the kid has been put into uh the skin of a 40 year old junkie yeah. and presented back to her parents and they're going this isn't my kid yeah 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 but i think i i think it's quite a nice well, way of showing you what is what is yeah. possible and the, the kind of disposability of flesh that yeah and well, I, I remember like that, that because uh, exists. Yeah, and it's one of those moments where I've not seen that done before as well. So no. it's worth. I've never seen this out this concept done before. So it's interesting to see it in action and and how it's been mistreated and mishandled. This this is a this is this is an invention that society came up with. This stacking and these re-sleeving people. 
and how abused it's been by the system. Yeah, mm. it's interesting to show that in action, and and I and I don't feel like that kind of exposition feels clumsy. There are clumsy bits, you're right, how there are bits that feel a little bit, you know, ham-fisted at times. The the other problem with the show is at times the acting is a little it's bit down. Yeah. yeah, that's one of my big like. There are there are moments where there's some really dodgy acting going on. The thing that I kept me watching is that the plot, I did find the plot really compelling. I do think mm. Joel Kinnaman, who plays Takeshi Kovacs, is really good. Like, he's he's very good at the sardonic kind of, uh, the, the, the sort of disenfranchised detective, the surly warrior who's, uh, you know, wants to kill himself, doesn't really want to live in this world. Yeah, he, he, he captures himself, that brilliantly. you know. Yeah. Yeah. He's really good, and he's really, he's, he's a perfect casting. There's also some other really good other, character plot i like the character of poe who's this you've probably already met him how in the hotel he's the ai this kind the of artificial yeah. intelligence that kind of hosts and and runs this hotel that takeshi's staying in yeah uh, it's, no, it's not a, it's a hotel oh but he was just offering women yeah 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 um and his and journey you do? what else a... would you want you know <laughs> <laughs> that's right how long's your wife been away just on tour for, Matt? Sleep for two hundred and fifty years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's mine. Is no, laundry. I mean, you know, that's the, like I said, that stuff isn't great in this show. Well, the thing, you know, the thing for me is just that moment that you quoted. I I remember as well because it was a great way of explaining it. In an exchange between two people, nobody was mansplaining or woman'splaining to anybody else about what's happened in the last 300 years. It was just somebody going, that's not my daughter, give us a different body. Now, that's all I need. I get it. When you're reading a book, you need loads of explanation early on to explain where you are. On, on TV, you can see almost everything. We can see the skyline, we can see that we're flying up into the clouds where the rich people live. We can, And while that's happening, we've also got this narration from his guide who is explaining to him everything and it was just just felt like so much information when when they obviously had this essentially what we're talking about is a who done it in the future and yes yeah and whilst i have problems with who done it this one is counterbalanced by the fact this could be counterbalanced by the fact that there's so many questions where are we what's going on how's this all working uh, great you know well, plus the fact the victim is still alive uh yes of course of course. Which is kind of unique. Well, yeah. that's it. That's it. And and anything outside that, I kind of just didn't need it. I just felt like going, well, fast forward, take me to the bit. I was immediately thinking, don't make excuses, you know. Like, if you come to my house I and I've painted I all the walls red, I could spend an hour explaining to you why the walls are red. I could just go, look, the walls are fucking red. Now then, who done it? Brilliant. That's that, that's completely that, that that analogy makes no sense because well, there's no process. detail in what you're talking about. There's no there's no need to understand the context of the walls being red. That's a very simple thing. But but this, in the this process is an incredibly of, complicated thing. All right, to to further it then, let's say you came to my house. The walls aren't just red. There's all hieroglyphics all over the walls. In the first ten yeah, minutes, yeah, I think I'd be being, curious a little bit about what they meant. Of course you would, and that curiosity's got great payload with it which if i don't just stand there and tell you the whole story in the first 10 minutes if i go come in and have a cup of tea in the process of everything that we do um you will perhaps start to, to figure out why that is the case there was just non-essential stuff that it all seemed to just be going like can you give me an example 
Well, that's the problem. Apart from the one that you used, which is the actual, the only really useful thing, you've got you've got his backstory, which is done in flashback. Fine, and get it. Everything else is which, detailed. Which, which backstory? You mean the uh, uh, the, the, the moment he, he was killed? Yeah, or, or caught? Yeah, yeah. So you need to know that. You need to know that people are brain transplanting. You need to know that he's got morals, that he's got uh, integrity. And we've well, seen... Well, I don't feel like he does have that, but carry on. Well, on. but based on his code, he doesn't want to help the rich guy, does he? Isn't that why he's not... He doesn't immediately bite his arm off. Is because he's like a revolutionary rather than someone who wants to help the... I see what you're saying. Sorry, I thought you... Mm. Yeah, I thought you were saying something different. Go on, carry on. So his actions there explain that to me. Literally everything else I can't remember. I just can't... I just didn't retain the information because it wasn't yeah, and, important. And you, well, I don't think you need necessarily to take it all in. You know, There is a lot thrown at you in the first episode, but yeah, you, you, what, what you've taken from the first episode is all you need early on. The other things you kind of pick up... You know, there's a lot of stuff that... There are some subplots in there and some that even to the end, me and Lauren were going, I don't... I've only just understood that now, and I don't. I don't really think it was an important thing no. to remember. And there are so the things that you can like, you can just chop, just forget about, and just focus on the main plot. There are also some other nice character plots in there, but I wouldn't get bogged down in not understanding completely the intricacy of no, the world. No, I was just bored. But, I just wanted to go. Get, oh, okay. get, it was another but, uh, example of where, like, I feel like a TV series spending far too much time than is necessary on something because they're trying to I don't, eke it out. I disagree. I think because they're the kind constantly of moving the plot along as well. Well, uh, not a really. Lot, a lot I've happens. just described the four plot points that are actually relevant and that was an hour and a bit it's the kind of mistake that game of thrones would make but not walking dead matt they they wouldn't but spend that i long think it. it is kind of game of thrones in in the level of deep that's what i mean it's present in the world <laughs> yeah too much but i think that but that is what but i mean this is what we talked about last week that is what is impressive to me about game of thrones is how much there is to take in yeah and and, and how, yeah. how how well thought out the world is it just didn't i, and I, I suppose and I, 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 it just doesn't feel. It just feels like it's making the same pedestrian approach that we've moved on from in in filmic storytelling. Uh, the same pedestrian approach that, right, well, that was needed in the eighties, which isn't now. So beyond that, does it get going now? Do we get on the oh, murder? Well, I was going to say to you that once you get out of the first episode, I think all of that melts away a little bit, and right. it just focuses on the story. Yeah. And I, and, and I. I, I, I think you can say that about the first episode, but not once it moves on. It's okay. So, oh, God, foundation's yeah, built, job done, let's move on. Yeah. Yeah, it moves uh, quite, you know, there's a lot that happens, and there's a lot of, it's very, very violent. It's very, mm. like, visually shocking. There's a hell of a lot of uh, action and plot that develops pretty quickly. So, uh, you know, you're not going to be... It, it moves really quickly, actually, and there's a, there's a lot going on in Matt's house. Uh, Sorry, that's my cat. cat. Regularly um, makes the best She's just points. excited. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. And, it, it, and, and so I think you will get into it. I had the same... After watching the first episode... I remember saying, "I don't. I this could go one or two ways. This this show, it could either be really bad or it could be really, really good." And I genuinely felt like there's there was a chance that this could be horrendous after episode one. I, I did feel like that, so I know what you're talking about. <coughs> that one. Okay. 
Um, I, I just think it deserves a lot of credit for being the first genuinely interesting sci-fi series I've seen for well, I don't know how long. Yeah, well, um, it is. Good. And it's just that at this point it's genuinely boring. That's the problem. Like if it if it becomes well, there's no accounting for taste. But I mean, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I jumped maybe. to the first two episodes one after another, and I, and I do think that helped. Mm, but yeah. um, what I w- what I would say is like just to to talk about the concept a bit more. I think it's an incredibly strong like idea, mm. and uh, you, you know this basically the ma- humanity has made their souls eternal. Yeah, and so mm. that 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 question is kind of answered for you and uh, and and bodies become disposable yeah. but that, but they have some really neat little caveats mm. that like um if, if you spin up too many times you're kind of you're going to go insane unless yes, yeah. you uh have the money to kind of do it properly and get uh what do they call it cyber psychology or something like that so you're yes when, when your stack is out of a body it can be treated and, and yeah and, we're uh, going to have a scene made, with a, so that you a don't guy's eyes bobbling and somebody going what but, happened to him oh he did it too many times no 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 actually it's, it's a well, scene no, with like happen. it's a scene with a, one of the a female character and her her kind of therapy she has got a therapy session within this virtual world because she's living in within this stack and it's actually a really good moving plot line that that follows because you have her father on the outside world trying to Trying to help her sort of struggle bring her through back. a trauma. Yeah. There's She's also been the out of her. St- out- on, yeah, no, no. There's also the concept of um, if you're religious, Catholic, you can yeah. uh, you can have it written in that you are not re sleeved when you when you're killed, so that you you know you're not allowed to be um, brought back to life. And then also with that, the idea of uh, the meths, these rich people constantly living forever and ever creates the idea of what is a god and what is and they they have this some of these meth people develop this kind of sense that they are the new gods the new religion Hmm. they are living gods in this immortality that they have and the power that they have from that gives them a sense he's 360 years old he's got 21 children and then they've got yeah. this kind of elaborate thing written, written into his will, where like if he ever dies, they don't get anything. So he's, he's starting made, to feel a lot he's like insulated himself again. from his own family. <laughs> just, oh, no, no, no um, spoilers. This is just information that's done. Yeah. It's just kind of part of the plot. But then also, I mean, stuff that you will move on to is Takeshi's past and what the envoys are. Yeah. Okay. Um, as long as we get um, to Takeshi's castle eventually, I, I'm going to uh, be happy. Um, well, you know, I can do Man. I can do the sleeving thing already. I can become other people. For example, it's Jack, I, it's Jack Boardman. Oh, that's what I was about to do. I was about to say I can become Jack Boardman. <laughs> He's been sat there for yeah, ages. Yeah. Um, you've been missing for about what? The Skype account for about half an hour. So this... I've had to re-sign myself in back into Skype. So this is Jack Boardman. Jack's been who, round the world. He's been round the that's world. That's what he comes yeah. back with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm still here. It's four in the morning. Where are you? Oh, oh right. I'm in, I'm in Australia. I'm in, I'm in Perth. Jesus. What are you doing up Whoa. at four in the morning? Well, Talking I was watching breaks. television and then podcasting. What you've, a guy. You've been watching television until... Were yeah. you staying up late just to do this with us? Well, I'd set an alarm to wake myself back up. I dropped off for about an hour or so. But, uh, yeah. That, that, wow. That what a legend. Wow. You've made up wow. for, for some serious um, b- bad bad marks on my blackboard of, of attendance 
That's um, quite something. Well, that's all we've got time for tonight, I'm afraid. Um, so, Jack, have you watched Altered Carbon? Uh, I've watched the very first episode about two hours ago. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. On a scale of one to boring, where where are you? Um, Probably about a, a six and a half. Six and a half bored, or do you enjoyed it? Uh, six and a half bored right okay uh, I, I, need, I need something to help me carry on yeah right. well I, that's where i'm at jack I, my criticism is that well what's your criticism why is why is it boring why, what's your problem my problem is i've gone the last few months i've not had anything interesting to watch and i've been going from one thing to another on netflix and not really settled on anything right. um and then about a week ago i started the crown and that's bloody good and going from watching The Crown to watching this, I'm struggling to get into it. And also, I find it a little bit um, too science-y. So the first episode yeah. kind of put me off. Oh, there's a lot of explanation, um, Jack, wasn't there? For it. You're like me, yeah, you've got a tiny, just, tiny brain. Obviously, yours is a lot smaller even than mine, but it's just a lot yeah. of explaining, wasn't there? Too much, almost. Yeah. Too much to make me think, yeah, but, I actually well, want to find... I, I think, yeah, but... I, I think you, you you know it's easy to get distracted by the science side of things. If like you said, Howard, what what drew you immediately in was a guy saying, "I want you to solve my murder and pointing at blood on the wall." Totally. Yeah? Well, when I say immediately, it was you know twenty five. It drew you in eventually. Yeah, yeah. twenty five minutes. Now, if you focus on that, focus on that plot line, you want to know who murdered this guy, or yeah. did he kill himself, or whatever happened. Yeah, that's what you want to know, right? That's right. So focus on that and let that carry you through the initial kind of frigidity towards the science fiction frigidity. that's taking place. Jack, um, <laughs> you'll have to go back in. You'll have to listen to the first half hour of the podcast that you're on in order to hear the other reasons. Otherwise, we're just going to repeat ourselves. But I am. I have been convinced to continue, not to the point that I'm going to persuade my wife to join me on it. It's not at that point yet. What What's the uh, general consensus then? Are people Matt and Jamie are fans? It? I'm where you are with um, it. I need some shoving. Yeah, I've, Have you just I've, watched one episode as well? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'd say um, when when I came out of it, I felt like it was it was silly, like an experience. As a, it was a silly experience at times, but I still enjoyed it enough to say it was worth it. Like it's mm. it's a show that as a very I think it fulfills the plot. As a plot, it works, and it works till the final episode. It keeps you gripped. It might not always feel like it's a good, high standard, high quality of performance and high quality of, of, of storytelling skill, but it does work and it does keep you gripped. And you do, till the very end, I really did stay with it. But it's silly fun, I would say. Silly kind of slightly overly violent fun at times. There's a lot of naked yeah. fighting well, I've noticed in it. You yeah. often wonder it's whether very... explanations like that actually work on people. And um, we had an email this week from our website, theboxsetpod.com, from Peter, F I believe, Peter, your second name is Fairy. F-A-I-R-E-Y, Fairy, Fairy. Peter, great name anyway. Um, and get this. This is how long it takes people to pick up the mantle of us trying to persuade them. Yeah. Um, following your recommendation a while back, my wife and I have just started to watch Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I believe this, wow. was, this was perhaps the fifth or sixth ever episode of the box set pod. So about, wow. about three, four wow. years ago. Um, after watching four wow. series over the past few weeks to fill the gap of Walking Dead, we have found it truly binge-worthy. Cheers for the recommendation. Keep the podcast coming. <laughs> I enjoy the arguments while I'm driving Keep around. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Pete, you've got Keep a long way to go, mate. In fact, it's probably going to be the year 2025 yeah. when you actually hear us read out your email. Um, but lovely, lovely Sam, to know he's that he's binging the podcast. He'll be there in a couple of weeks, I reckon. Yeah, lovely to know. Though, Keep up the good work, Pete. Perhaps Pete, you found us by because we were talking about the Walking Dead episode by episode. That's what I'm guessing. And then you've gone back for a recommendation. It's a shame that Jack Boardman, our very own work experience boy feels that he hasn't got enough options to watch on Netflix, that he has to watch The Crown, which is one that I believe... Have we done The Crown? I don't think we did. No, oh, I don't think we have. Good. I don't think we did. It's bloody good. I didn't like it. <laughs> Jack, <sighs> have you not been listening to the podcast? Is there nothing that we've recommended that you could give it a go, that you could give a go to? Um, Probably, yeah. I mean, I've been listening to uh, bits and bobs of podcast yeah, uh, he hasn't been but a lots of net not lots of netflix stuff at the moment is all a little bit tossy to be oh, honest jesus uh, christ that, once again jack's fingers the... on the pulse of popular culture <sighs> well actually you know i'll give him this how uh, you know peaky blinders is one of the most popular shows out there at the moment and jack's been <laughs> hammering you. peaky blinders Thank for you. years yeah yeah it's really good peaky blinders really yeah. good yeah, yeah. Um, Can I just say as well, from last week's podcast about uh, The Walking Dead and Game of Thrones, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm not bothered if The Walking Dead have pulled the short straw and they just have three million an episode and uh, Andrew Lincoln only has a morning to do a scene. Mm-hmm. That's their problem. Mm-hmm. My issue, watching the TV, I want it to be good. Like, it's, yeah. you know, Andrew Lincoln, I'm sorry, mate, but yeah. bad choice. You should have picked Game of Thrones instead. So your whole argument, I was sat there listening, thinking, I'm not, I'm not really asked. I'm not quite sure you've even understood the argument, Jack. My point think, is that if you're comparing I think, I think, two shows... I'm gonna, I, if we start talking about this again, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> yeah, I think Matt probably just agrees with you, Jack. My, my, my point was purely that you know if we're, if we're issuing Please points stop. to something, Please. they deserve <laughs> max respect, right? All right. Just like you, Jack. Jack You've Jack, made Jack. it to Australia, even though you are from Lancaster. You've managed oh, to get that? to Australia. Oh, please stop talking. Please. Please. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Jack, Watch. carry on watching Altered Carbon because it's in, uh, incredibly stylish. And uh, there's some really good action stuff later on in the series. And also because uh, the concept is really strong and... Um, I, 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 I just think it's worthy of, um, of, of your time. Howell, don't don't carry on. Sorry, it. sorry. I'll talk about it with other people. Also, I can't remember. Also, James Purfoy, who plays uh, the character of Lawrence Bancroft, you get to see his penis in episode two. <sighs> yeah, you do. All of it. There we go. All of it. Yeah. There we go. Well, do you not know find the main guy who plays? Uh, Takeshi, jo- Joe Kinnaman, whatever his name is, Takeshi. And yeah. um, I find him really, really annoying mm. because he reminds me of the <laughs> film that he was in, mm. The Lone Robocop. Ranger, which was a, such a tossy film. And Enjoying the word tossy. Every time this I week. see him, 
Yeah, I don't know. Who, who was he? Like, well, he, what, 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 was he in the Lone Ranger? I don't think he was. Yeah, the the uh, Johnny Depp remake. Who was he? Years back. The main the main guy. No, no that's what, um, what, what Army Hammer. You're think, yeah, you're thinking of a different guy. You're thinking of Army Hammer. Don't blame Joe Kinnaman. <laughs> such a dunce, Jack. You're such a dunce, <laughs> even from the other side of the world. The other side of the known human universe, you're still getting things wrong. Why don't you just yeah, give just us a quick rundown time. of what's tossy on Netflix at the moment as well. Um, end of the fucking world. Right. Pretty bad. Not watch that. Uh, oh, the... The new Black Mirrors are pretty good, actually. Okay. Um, oh, well, yeah, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have you tried? The, oh, the uh, new American Horror Story. <sighs> not not been sold on that. No. no. Well, uh, I, think, I think you're watching the wrong stuff. Did you try the old uh, the FBI one that we recommended? Mindhunter? Or Mindhunter? Uh, yeah, and I didn't like Unabomber. Unabomber, that's it. Unibomber, but, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, that, that was brilliant. But Mindhunter, I thought, was a piece of rubbish. It was just a bit smart for you, that's all. Uh, the Unibomber <laughs> one was a bit more, uh, a bit a bit less artistic, I think. Um, what else is on there at the moment? I mean, what are you watching Netflix for anyway? You t- you go around the world, you're in Australia. How long have you been in Australia for? Uh, about three months. Three months? Um, are, you, are you working? Have you got a job? Yeah, yeah, I'm on a working holiday visa. Uh, and I'm leaving Perth, I think, next month Nobody to can. go and work on an organic farm on the East Coast. Wow, wow that's good. Wow. But, but are you getting up for work tomorrow? That's kind of what I'm asking. Oh, God, no. no. God, no. no. Otherwise, I would not be on, on the podcast tonight, okay. this morning. All right. And is Australia great? Oh, it's absolutely amazing. It's brilliant. Good to know. Surf lessons by the beach. Yeah. Uh, we would you live there? Surf lessons. I find surf lessons on land a lot uh, worse than the ones by the beach. But carry on. It was thirty-seven degrees today, and it's days like today that make me just want to go home. Is it too really? hot? It's too hot. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, I, if I'm being totally honest, yeah, too yeah. too hot. It's just too hot. Okay. Waste of a life. Waste of a life. Watching the wrong stuff on Netflix. Not enjoying Welcome back, season. Jack. Welcome back. Unbelievable. So has nobody watched The Crown then? No, yeah, I've watched like... episode one of The Crown. We should discuss it soon. I watched that. It's so dull. So dull. It's tossy, isn't it, Matt? I just, yeah. I, I guess I, 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 I've been put off by the fact that I don't care enough about the, royal, the story of the royal family. That's my problem. Just don't give a fuck about them at all. <laughs> yeah. But maybe it'll make you it, care. No, it's the opposite. And like I like there are there are people I know in that show, and I don't want to watch it. Mm. Mm. God, it's bad. Prince mm. Philip. Right. Well. Uh, good. Next week. I tell we- you what, I have been watching. Sorry, just just quickly. I don't. I can't remember if we've done it or not. But I started Big Little Lies this week. Oh, it's great. Yeah, we've done so that. That is essential viewing. That is. And that we, is we've really done that good. on the podcast. Man. We've done that. On Big the Little pod. Lies. As in yeah. the. Monterey Bay. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Were, were you not on those podcasts, Matt? Well, I hadn't seen it at that point, so no. No, I think it was Adam, me, you, and Mel. Oh, there you go. Yeah, great, great. Bits, bit. no, it's, it's excellent, yeah. I don't, um, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm only three episodes enough. in, but okay. I, I love it. Okay. So before we round up, Altered Carbon, are you going to carry on Howell first up? 
late at night while I'm probably doing something else, yes. That's no. Don't watch it while you're doing something else. No, that's not fair. You're bound to just feel bored by it because you you won't catch all the detail. You need to watch it, man. Watch it. It's really worth it. Or from just Just playing like a pinball app on my phone or something. You know, just playing. Well, you know what? Fuck it. Don't watch it. Okay. I don't want you on board. (laughs) This is Matt's. um, Look at that. That's turning really Honestly. nasty against me. We're going to have to have a chat about this. Uh, uh, no, this no, is... he's, he's, he's right. He's right, Al. You're waste a of a life. <laughs> <laughs> but what about you, Jack? Um, I will try and watch it side by side with Brown, but I'm not going to make any promises. Jack, right. you're not okay. a waste of a life, all right? I want to take that back. You're not a waste of a life. That was a terrible Thank thing you. to say. But do try and live your life at least 400% better than you are right now. How will? Okay? He's, loving, he's loving life. He's in Australia having the time of his absolute life. He's searching we're, we're... Netflix for something to watch at four in the morning and talking <laughs> to us, boring guests. Uh, yeah, fair point. Yeah, I was wrong. Sort yourself out, Jack. Yourself okay. Out. Right. Um, I'm excited to do Godless. Next week, oh, Godless. Godless. Okay. If you want to email us, studio at theboxsetpod.com. I've had more people tell me to watch Godless recently and, and raving about it than anything else. And I started oh. it. I got I got nine minutes in and I turned it off. I've, I've been <laughs> recommending it for yeah. blooming weeks now. I don't, and I don't know how many times I have to tell people. It's the best thing. Anyway, I'll talk about it next week. I'll talk about it yeah. next, week. next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.